Welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang, John Conley, and Ryan Marston. You need a strategy that is fluid enough to move with the ebbs and the flows that's happening in today's world. For over two decades, Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners have been helping the people of Boston plan for retirement. We want to make sure that you create an income plan that is going to be sustainable for the rest of your life. And now, the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Hello again and welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang and the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. And we're here each week to talk a little bit about retirement. As you get ready, you save and you save and you save and you put money in a 401k and you put money in an IRA and you do all these different things, then... Sometime in your life, it's time to use that money. And that brings up lots of questions, and they're the questions that we answer here on this show. Sam, how are you doing today? Doing great. And um, to your point, at least that's the plan, right? You save all these years, yep. and hopefully you there's enough for you to spend without. I mean, I, I guess the what it comes down to is spending and then worrying versus spending without worrying. There you go. That's really what you want. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're here each and every weekend on the podcast, really just sharing ideas and, you know, just going through really all the questions, all the Q and a that I think everybody asks as they get closer to that, to that, um, when they're in that red zone, getting close to that end zone, making sure that we don't drop the ball. And I I like the, the term retire with confidence and spend with confidence. I want to be able to say, you know, plan a trip or plan something and say, I know the money's there. I don't have to skimp or I, I don't have to look at the market to know if I can go on vacation. Mm. So those are the kind of things we want to talk about here on this show. And we're going to start actually with some of the headlines that actually worry us. Where we're going to start. I mean, there's a lot of headlines these days. That's for sure. Well, we're coming up this week. The Fed is back and and every other month, Jerome Powell is in the news and everybody's got their ear up to him wondering what he's going to do and what he's going to say. And the new catchphrase out there on Wall Street, Sam, is higher for longer. Yeah, I've heard that. Yep. They want it. They think that the Fed should keep the interest rates up and they're going to keep them up into next year because inflation has been kind of sticky as it's been kind of stubborn. We got it down to three, but that's as far as it's gone. And they want to get it down to two, don't they? They do. And, you know, great news for people that are actually retiring, looking for yield with fixed income, mm-hmm. you know, CDs. And, we, and on the show, we've been doing this for 20 plus years. We don't talk a whole lot about CD rates and, right. fixed and, and rates that you can really actually get some really good interest from products at the banks. But in the last few months, we have been talking about that. So that's great news. Uh, the flip side of the coin, not so good news is, you know, if you're in the market to buy a new car or maybe buy a house and you have to finance it, it's going to cost you a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess it's a double-edged sword, but for many of our listeners... It's somewhat good news that the interest rates are high because they're getting a better yield and a better interest rate on some of their fixed income savings. Well, if you listen to some of those talking heads on the financial news, what they're asking for is for the Fed to sit still. Uh, They think they've done a lot of work, a lot of good work. We've gone from nine to three, but they think they should just let that work simmer for a while. Here's a little bit of that. The Fed is committed to keeping rates high for a long time. And I think that's what's really important. And the markets have finally figured out that the Fed is serious about that. Instead of higher for longer, just high for longer. And I'm going to add high for much longer. Doesn't sound as catchy, but I think interest rates are going to stay up in this four to five percent range for a long time. I do think inflation is going to be sticky 
getting below 3%, and we have to leave the option open that we may need to do more in future meetings. But I would kick the can and skip the November meeting. A lot of opinions, for sure. <laughs> and differing <laughs> opinions, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, they can't, they can't get on the same page. Mm-hmm. So that that's one of the things. There's been a lot of talk about how they thought that by the end of the year they'd start lowering rates, or at least at the beginning of next year. Now they're starting to push it, as, as he said, kick that can down the road a little bit. Yeah. So, Sam, if interest rates stay high, or if they even go a little bit higher, that does put a lot of pressure on the market here. Are, are we thinking that... If we go up another half a percent or another percent, that's going to cause the market to maybe go and pull back? Yeah, you know, I guess it really comes down to, just like we heard, depends who you ask. Mm-hmm. But we have seen a pullback in the market, that's for sure. I mean, just look, look at the last couple of weeks. Yep, um, It's been very, very volatile. Had a, had a client call in and was going to liquidate some stuff and decided not to just because, you know, we've all been taught to buy low and sell high and yep. we don't want to do it the opposite way. So. Sure. We want to make sure that, especially as you're getting nearing retirement, that, you know, you have the right amount of money and the right amount of the, 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 to all the different types of buckets that we talked about. Mm-hmm. And not too much in that growth bucket, because if you need that money in the near future, it might be worth less than it's, yeah. you started with. So we don't want that to happen. We've been talking about yields and, and having the ability to grow your savings with yield today. Mm-hmm. In the last couple of months, we've been talking about that more and more. So I guess if it gets sticky and the rates stay where they are or even go up a little bit, for the short term, it might be good if you are in the market to keep your principal safe and looking for yield. That might be good for you. But the flip side is that, and we've all been taught, you know, listen, you got to be in the market to make any money. It might not be good for that type of money. Right, because we've seen some pullbacks, we've seen a lot of volatility. Um, so I guess the the takeaway is you need to be cautious and you need to be diversified, and you really just need to have a plan. Everybody wants to know where do you put your money, and if somebody walked up to you and said, "I've got a stock that I know can give you five percent," and you go, hmm, "That sounds pretty good. I'm kind of interested there." Well, if we said I've got something that could get you 5% but wouldn't have to worry about the risk of the market like stocks. Now would you be interested? And, Sam, that's exactly what we're talking about here. Isn't Five it? years ago, if we had that conversation, literally there'd be a line from yeah. you know my house to your house yeah. signing up because yeah. you couldn't go to the bank and get even 1%. Mm-hmm. So for somebody to say, hey, look, you know what? You can get a reasonable, you know, nothing to get excited about, but you can get 5%. People would literally line up for that. But today, now, of course, we can get it. So now we want six or we want seven, (laughs) you know. Uh, But I guess your point, my point being is it's not your grandfather's retirement anymore. You don't just you don't have to be in the market to get a decent rate of return. We can get it on a very short term basis. It's an inverted yield curve right now. Yep. So longer you go out, actually, the less interest you get. Right. If you go to, you know, just go to bankrate.com and you can see that five year CDs are paying less than, say, nine months or 12-month CDs. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because the feds know that, I guess in the long run, I'm not talking about next Friday, but in the long run, we can't keep interest rates where yeah. where they are currently. Yep. So banks are not going to go out on a limb, lock you up on a five-year CD when rates can change, and then you know they get the short end of the stick come year three when the feds reduce the rates, and you're still getting a higher rate today. So- Take advantage of what's out there today 
And that's really what we promote on this podcast, on this radio show, that you really need to be looking for opportunities, Randy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just about, hey, let me do this now, sort of set it and forget it and never look at it again. You know, working with a financial professional is very important. So you have these quarterly reviews, or at least reviews when an opportunity knocks on the door that you want to be able to take advantage of. And, you know, just understand what you do and what your son might do or what your best friend might be doing is entirely different because it only matters what is important to you. Yep. So everybody's uniquely different, and we want to make sure that each person going into retirement can go into retirement with that sort of solid confidence, added confidence, and knowing that they're going to be okay. Well, there's a lot of people listening to us right now, and every one of you has a different idea of how much risk you want to take. You might be a person who is all about you know, putting money in the market, but you might be a person who doesn't like that at all. And this is an opportunity here for you to look at a at a place to put your money without all that market risk. And it's there for us right now because interest rates are up. Give us a call. Give us a look on our website, and we will walk you through that. 617-440-9365. Again, 617-440-9365. Or just use our website, 365retirement.com, and click on that button that says Talk to an Advisor. And, you know, some of you that are listening right now, you're probably saying, eh, I don't want to make that call. But you have the same questions and the worries that – are the same as somebody else that did call. Right. You know? So I encourage you, if you want either a second opinion or you may have been listening to the show for quite some time and you find some of the things and some of the topics and some of the discussions that we're having actually bring value to maybe your particular own situation, don't be shy. Pick up the phone mm -hmm. or just send us an email or, you know, go to our website. You can, just as Rainy said, it's very easy for you to sign up for a 15 minute, just, you know, allocate 15 minutes. 15 minutes is not gonna hurt anybody. You know, it's not gonna get in anybody's way, mm -hmm. but for you to get some answers to the questions that's been nagging at you as you go into this retirement phase, which, you know, could last 25, 35 years, don't you wanna make the right decisions? Of course you do. So take advantage of our offer. Go to 365retirement.com and ask your question. Well, we talk about our families here on the show. And, and Sam, your parents lived well into their 90s. Yeah. And my dad died at 97. My yeah. mom died at age 95. There yeah. you go. My mom yeah. is 86 and still going. And, yeah. and I'll bet, you know, if we polled everybody, do you know anybody who's in their 90s? A lot of people do. We are getting older as a nation. And the United Nations says there are currently 600,000 people worldwide who are over the age of 100. And they are predicting by the year 2050, there will be 3.6 million people who are over the age of 100. So wow. that brings up a huge Does that challenge mean me and you for too? you. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. I don't 2050. know. <laughs> Let me think about that. That's oh, not that far not away. Not too right? bad. Not too bad. Yeah. But for you who sits down and plans retirements of maybe 20, 25, maybe 30 years, not long from now, it's going to be looking at 40 and 50 year retirements. Mm. So, Sam, what does that bring to the table? That means our money has to last longer. Does it have to be more conservative? Are we going to be retiring at age 75? Or, or what do you see along I mean, those listen, lines? Good news, bad news, right? Good news is we, I think most of us, if we can stay healthy, would like to live longer, yeah. right? We'd like to enjoy life a little bit longer. We'd like to enjoy our family a little bit longer. Hopefully you have tons of grandkids when by the time you're 75 years old and enjoy your grandchildren a little bit longer. 
the flip side and the bad news is our money has to last longer. Mm-hmm. Right? So you got to do a good job saving. You got to make sure you have reliable and consistent uh, income for the rest of your life. And then on top of that, you have to really worry about risks as you get older, you know, yeah. like nursing home care and home health care, which is super expensive. Yeah. You know, so I actually had a discussion with one of my doctor clients. He's a, a primary care doctor. The way he put it was really sort of hit home. He says, there's a huge mismatch between perception and reality. Perception is like you say, off in the sunset, you've saved all this money, you're going to live happily ever after and enjoy life. The reality is that 50% of people don't get to do that because they end up getting sick mm-hmm. and they, they wipe out their sa- life savings in a matter of years. So th- I guess the takeaway to this segment, to that question is, there's a lot you need to do to make sure that you're going to enjoy your retirement from not only from protecting your money, creating an income stream, making sure that your, your savings continue to grow to keep up with inflation, but also protection, protecting it from all the things that could sort of go wrong as you go into retirement. Yeah, I think about, you know, the last 20 years or 25 years, there's been some crazy stuff that's happened in the market. You know, you had the dot-com situation, you had uh, Y2K, and you had the, the 2008 financial crisis and a, and a pandemic. That's just in the last 25 years. And 9-11. Yeah, and there's another wars one. that are going on, right? And ex- exactly. Now that's go back 40 years. years. Now right. go back 40 years. We had inflation, Sam, 40 years ago that was sky high, even higher than it is right now. You, your first mortgage was probably, what, 15, 16? It was 10.65. Okay, so yeah. I'm exaggerating a little yeah. bit. But I know people that had interest or had mortgages at, you know, double digits, yeah. high double digits. Yeah. So, yeah, to your point, think about that. That could have been your retirement. You could have retired 40 years ago. You're, you're that lucky person that's about to celebrate your 100th birthday. Think about what you've seen. Yeah. Think about what, what, you know, your life has gone through. And what you could so, see, yeah. What you could see. So we, we want to make sure that we... I guess just, you know, deal with all the things that we, we should be dealing with and just make sure that you button down the hatchets and dot the I's and cross the T's. One of the things I love about the 365 retirement plan is that you do all of that work and then test it and say, what if taxes go up? What if inflation goes up? Yeah. What if interest rates go up? And do all the what ifs in there. And then I think you can walk away from that feeling pretty good. About well, you should get a little years. bit out of confidence knowing yeah. that, you know, you, we can't help you with your health. We can't help you with your family and your grandkids. And if you need to, you know, maybe support them or not, we can't help if one of your kids get divorced and needs to move back in, you know, into the basement and you got to redo the room. But what we can help with is, added confidence knowing that your money is in the right place and it's going to last you. And to your point, having that plan and being able to either stress test it or mathematically test to see if your money is going to last you your lifetime, you know, the result might not be what you're looking for, but at least you know. Yeah. Right. At least you know in advance if your money's going to last you to either 100 or to 85. And you can, you know, I guess do something about it if it's not picture perfect. Having some planning involved and retiring with confidence, retiring, knowing what you are up against and having a plan for it. Be a good boy, Scott. Be prepared, as they say. 365retirement.com. If you go there in the upper right-hand corner, there's a button that says talk to an advisor, and you can set up a 15-minute introductory call where we get to know each other and you get your questions out on the table. There's absolutely no charge at all for that. And if we decide, hey, maybe we should sit down and talk a little bit more because I think here are some ways we'd be able to help. Let's do that. 365retirement.com. As a matter of fact, this is what you get in the 365 Retirement Plan. 
Are you worried that a sudden market crash will wipe out a substantial amount of your retirement? The volatility and unpredictability of the stock market and their potential impact on your hard-earned savings can be downright nerve-wracking and leave you feeling uncertain about the future. That's the true cost of market uncertainty, sleepless nights, stress, and a sense of helplessness, jeopardizing the retirement you've worked so hard to achieve. What good is retirement if you spend it worried about whether or not you can enjoy it? It doesn't have to be this way. Our 365 retirement plan is designed to help ease your stock market worries and ensure a smooth transition into retirement. Here's why our plan stands out. Diversification. We carefully allocate your investments across a range of asset classes, minimizing the impact of any single stock or market segment. By spreading risk, we aim to protect your savings from sudden market downturns. Active risk management. We actively monitor and manage your portfolio, responding swiftly to market changes and take proactive measures to safeguard your retirement savings while seeking out potential opportunities for growth. Guaranteed income. By incorporating certain guaranteed income options, we help eliminate worries about market fluctuations, ensuring you can maintain your desired standard of living without fear of what the market is doing. Personalized approach. Every individual's retirement goals and risk tolerance are unique. Our job is to work closely with you to tailor a retirement plan that aligns with your specific needs, aspirations, and time horizon. Don't let stock market worries rob you of the retirement you deserve. Embrace the added peace of mind and financial security that our 365 retirement plan provides. Call 617-440-9365 and schedule a 15-minute introductory call to tell us about your unique situation. That's 617-440-9365 or visit our website at 365retirement.com. The 365 Retirement Plan by Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners works every day of the year, so you don't have to. All right, so Social Security is a topic that a lot of people are talking about right now. A, they don't know when, when to claim. They don't know what to do about it. And then B, there's a lot of different concerns that Social Security will not be there for them. So a lot of people are taking Social Security early. As a matter of fact, last year, 36% of people in this survey said that they will take Social Security before their full retirement age and while they're working. Isn't that interesting? And that That's number is up from 42%. So, so I'm from 36 to 42%. To 36 to 42%. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not so surprised. people taking Social Security earlier than what they could. You can you can wait until you're 70 if you want. Uh, it doesn't help after that. But Sam, what goes into the decision about taking Social Security and when? What do you talk to people about? Uh, I mean, you know, we have that question asked all the time. You know, when, sh when should I take Social Security? When... When is the best time? And for every person, it's really different. Mm -hmm. But a lot of those questions recently has been more, well, I've read about how the Social Security Trust Fund is going to go broke. Right. You know, so even though if I don't need it, even though I might be working, I'm going to grab it because it's mine. Because it may not be there 10 years from now right. or 20 years from now. We might get less. And you know what? There is a little bit of truth to that. Mm -hmm. So, but aside from that, there's a lot of reasons why people take it before full retirement age. One is because they just need it. You know, they need it for cash flow. They don't have enough. Mm -hmm. But two, I think sometimes maybe it's for health reasons, health issues. They might have gone to the doctor and got a bad diagnosis. Okay. So instead of, hey, I'll be here for 25 years, I might only be here for, you know, a dozen. So I'm going to 
start taking it. And why not? I, I wouldn't blame them. Claiming survivor benefits, you know, there's lots of different ways to claim survivor benefits, maximizing married couple benefits, maybe, um, you know, one common claiming strategies for married couples to really have the higher earning spouse wait till age 70, mm -hmm. they can maximize that benefit mm -hmm. and then have the other person start claiming the benefit. So it could be before their full retirement age. But the whole idea there is if God forbid one person dies, you've, you've essentially maximized the highest possible mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. social security benefit for the surviving spouse. Makes sense. So that might be one of the reasons why sometimes people take money before their full retirement age. You know, another reason, and we have this discussion a lot, Randy, is people have saved money that they just don't want to pay taxes on. And, you know, we have that discussion about, well, tax could be higher down the road, but from right now they just want an immediate gratification. They don't want to pay any taxes. So by taking Social Security now and not touching their savings, maybe they're at a point where it doesn't hurt them on the provisional income and they can actually take most of their Social Security income tax-free but continue to defer taxes on their retirement savings. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we have that discussion. Sometimes we talk about beneficiaries leaving money to, you know, to their loved ones. Uh, we ask this question often on a scale of one to 10, one, you don't care and 10, you care very, very deeply. How important is it for you to leave money to your children? And today more and more people are concerned about that. You know, I, I just came back from New York city over the weekend to visit my youngest who got his first job, moved to New York City, is making, you know, good money. He's making six figures right out of college. But the cost of living in New York City is yeah. outrageous. I mean, I yeah. probably drop a couple thousand dollars just between staying in hotel rooms and going out to dinner and having one breakfast mm -hmm. and, and parking for $75 a night, you know? Yes. So it's expensive. And I think a lot of people are in the camp of, well, I'd like to leave my family something. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, maybe you have some, maybe you have some savings, maybe you have a portfolio, maybe you have, you know, um, highly appreciated stock that you just don't want to use during your lifetime. So maybe you leave that alone and start taking Social Security early for additional cash flow. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of different reasons, Randy, a lot of different reasons. Yeah, sometimes I think people look at Social Security and their 401k and they say, the 401k is my money. The Social Security is their money. I'm going to get into their money before I get into my money. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think that that's just kind of a mind frame, mindset that people have. It depends on where you are, what else is coming in. If you have a pension, that's probably going to change yep. things. Uh, it, it's, it's very dependent on where you are and what your parents did, what your brother and sister have done may not be what you do. Let's figure out what's right for you. Give us a call. Give us a look on the website, 365retirement.com. Click on that button that says talk to an advisor, or you can give us a call at 617-440-9365 and set up that 15-minute introductory call because, boy, a lot of us have questions about when we should take Social Security. Does it have a problem for me with taxes if I take it while I'm working? There's a lot of things to talk through. Let's have that conversation again, 617-440-9365 or 365retirement.com. All right, so Sam, I know that there's some people I've talked to that says, I'm going to take my Social Security early, and I'm going to use that money, and I'm going to invest that money. 
that's an interesting thought. If you think you can do better than three, four, five, six, seven, eight percent, that might be a good idea. Talk well, to also, me about I that. Mean, I, I mean, I was going to say also recently with the market being down, mm-hmm. a lot of times people have that mindset and it's a great mindset. Hey, I want to buy low. Okay. Right. You know, markets are volatile. They've adjusted in 2022. They were down. You know, S&P was down about 20 percent. So I'm going to buy some investments on sale and maybe I don't need my Social Security right this second. But, you know, give me that three thousand dollars a month cash flow and I'll dollar cost average and, you know, buy some good, good mutual funds. I mean, nothing wrong with that. But just understand you might have provisional income taxes to deal with. You might be saying shooting yourself in the foot. I'm going to live a long time, but I've signed up for a lower paycheck from Social Security for the rest of my life. But there's no right answer when it comes to collecting Social Security. A lot of it is is sort of, you know, forecasting and guessing. So that's not a terrible thing to consider. I and mean, we've had some discussions with radio listeners as well as clients looking for that opportunity. I, I would say probably one, you know, as we're now talking about the markets being down, I'd say on a few occasions, we've had discussions with people that had all intentions of letting their Social Security continue to increase and not touch it till, you know, two or three years from now, and then spend from their savings. But their savings might be down 20%. Okay. Right. So now they might be saying, well, you know what? I had that mindset, but now I'm going to flip that mindset and do the complete opposite and start taking Social Security because I need the cash flow now. Mm-hmm. And I'll let my investments, you know, come back. You know, they'll be back in a couple of years and then I'll start tapping it. So, again, there's no exact right or wrong answer. Every person's situation is different. I also think about that person that we've talked about a lot who wants to retire early. So maybe they thought they would go to 65 or 67, but things are going pretty well. So they go to 62 and then they go, oh, I got to pay for health care. Maybe they right, maybe right. they file for Social Security and use that money to pay those really exorbitant health care costs yeah. between 62 and 65. I mean, private health insurance, just if it's just a couple, husband and wife, you know, you're looking at easily in the greater Boston area, 1200 1500 bucks a month. Yeah. And we're not talking like the, the, the best possible health insurance plan. We're just talking about the, the average mediocre plan. Mm-hmm. So you do the math, you know, at $1,500 a month, that's eighteen grand a year. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. You know, so if you're getting some help with starting your Social Security benefits early, that can certainly ease the pain a little bit. Might be one of those questions that you have. Uh, You fall into a bunch of these different categories. And certainly that is exactly what the 15-minute introductory call is all about, to get those questions out on the table and get them answered. And maybe we can help you at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Again, our number is 617-440-9365. Or use our website, 365retirement.com. There's a button up there that says Talk to an advisor. Click on that. A calendar opens up and you can schedule it right there. Are you worried that a sudden stock market crash will wipe out a substantial amount of your retirement? It doesn't have to be this way. Our 365 retirement plan is designed to help ease your stock market worries and ensure a smooth transition into retirement. Here's why our plan stands out. Diversification. We carefully allocate your investments across a range of asset classes. By spreading risk, we aim to protect your savings from sudden market downturns. Active risk management. We actively monitor and manage your portfolio, responding swiftly to market changes and take proactive measures to safeguard your retirement savings. Guaranteed income. 
by incorporating certain guaranteed income options, ensuring you can maintain your desired standard of living without fear of what the market is doing. Personalized approach. Every individual's retirement goals and risk tolerance are unique. Our job is to work closely with you to tailor a retirement plan that's aligned with your specific needs, aspirations, and time horizon. Don't let stock market worries rob you of the retirement you deserve. Call 617-440-9365 and schedule a 15-minute introductory call to tell us about your unique situation. That's 617-440-9365. Or visit our website at 365retirement.com. The 365 Retirement Plan by Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners works every day of the year, so you don't have to. Here's a story that we've done for many years, and I know that you've read this, I've read this, and year after year, what's the biggest fear of people getting ready for retirement? And that is... Ah, let me guess. Running out of money. There it is, right there. Everybody, it's never changed. Never, it's not, the number one year in, year out. Yep, never changed. But this is a little addition to that. There's an article in the Washington Post that uh, found the very same thing, but it also found that people who do a very good job of saving or... They're debt-free, or they have a pension, or all of the above. They still have the same fear. Even though the money seems to be there, they're still insecure, wondering if they're going to run out of money. So walking away from that paycheck every two weeks is really... It's tough It's tough to do. It's emotional. Yeah. I mean, How do we get over of, this, Sam? Well, think about it. You've been doing that for 30, 40 years. Yeah. You have the security either weekly or biweekly. However you get paid, you know you're going to get paid. Yeah. So we've also been taught, I would say most advice out there has been around the accumulation phase of your life. It's been drilled into us over and over again, save, 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 mm -hmm. you know, 20% of your paycheck, dollar cost average, mm -hmm. do this, do that, save, save, save. And then a day comes when your paycheck stops and you're like, oh, you know, time to start withdrawing some of those savings. Turning on that spending mentality is very, very different. It's a very different mindset. Mm -hmm. So that's when, that's where you get some angst and, and, and stress. And it's funny, we'll meet, uh, you know, married couple of 40 years, they seem they're on the same page. But then when you take a deeper dive and you start talking to them, the wife is like petrified of running out of money. Mm -hmm. And the husband's like, yeah, everyone, we got everything figured out. I'm going golfing. You know? <laughs> so it really depends on also maybe some of your upbringing. But I think if we were to have that meeting right this second and we were able to pull out a retirement plan analysis that says, look, you know, you said you wanted to live a... $8,000 a month lifestyle, we've actually padded that with some room for error on maybe vacations that you weren't thinking about going on. And we can show you that instead of spending an $8,000 a month lifestyle, you can actually spend, how about a $10,000 a month lifestyle? Mm -hmm. And by the way, your money's going to last to age 100. Mm -hmm. Now, I might, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You might still worry, but at least the proof is right in front of you that you can pull it off. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really where the number one fear of running out of money, which is, I don't have enough, you know, where's it going to come from? Did I save enough? I don't care how you put it. It's running out of money. That's going to address that to either, yeah, it's a real concern and you should be afraid versus it's only in your mind and you can live happily mm -hmm. ever after. And you've said it many times, the, uh, 
The number one thing in real estate, location, location, location. The number one thing in retirement, income, income, income. income, income. income. You know, I was reading about a survey that what percentage of people are concerned about running out of money. And that number just keeps going up and up and up. Mm -hmm. Of course, you can imagine that. But the other interesting part of that survey talked about 53% of people worry about running out of money if all they have is Social Security. Sure. And then if you go up to, well, they have a pension. Well, that instead of 53%, it goes to 78% of people are feeling more confident. And then if you go up to, well, how about the group that has pensions, plus they have rents, plus they have dividends because they invested wisely. Mm -hmm. A lot of those people are not concerned. 96% of those people surveyed says, we feel pretty good about where we are. And we feel confident that we're going to be able to retire and continue to stay retired without running out of money. So, you know, when you said location, 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 when it comes to retirement, it's income, 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 but also multiple sources of income right. is a good thing. Right. You're listening to the 365 Retirement Radio Show with Sam Lang at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. If it's time to talk about your retirement, we're here to listen. We're here to help. Go to our website, 365retirement.com. Click on that button up there that says Talk to an Advisor, and you can set up a 15-minute introductory call. That's all it is. Get your questions out on the table, and maybe it develops into a little bit more conversation. Maybe it develops a, you coming into the office, and we'll put the papers out on the table and see what we can do for you. Again, you can start at our website, 365retirement.com. Well, Sam, something really interesting is going to happen next year with all our baby boomers out there, and that is the peak of the baby boom hits in 2024. 4.4 million people are going to turn 65 next year. Yowza. And that's a lot. Big birthday. Yeah. Big birthday year. So maybe you're going to keep working past 65, but one thing you have to do, and that's file for Medicare. And this is actually right now the Medicare open enrollment season. You've seen the commercials on TV. You get the emails. You get stuff in your mailbox. They call it senior hunting season. (laughs) They they call it a window because exactly what it is. Yeah. It's a window. You have to what? Is it December 7th? December 7th. Exactly right. Okay. So what do we have to know, Sam? I mean, uh, my wife turns 65 next year, so we're going to have to actually, you know, uh, sign up. I don't know that we're going to use it yet because she's still working. But tell me what we need to know about Medicare. Okay, good question. Important sort of uh, box you need to check off. There's an open enrollment period. If you miss it, you're done. Okay. You have to wait. So you got to make sure that if you do turn 65, you're going to lose private health insurance, medical insurance, and you're depending on Medicare. You can't just say, well, you know, I'll sign up when I feel like it. Or even better yet, a lot of times people think it's automatic. Okay. It, it really isn't. It's, it's, a, it's a window between now and the 7th, 7th. You got to make some choices and it can be confusing because there's so many different parts, but let me break it down for our listeners, just very general, basic Medicare information. There's two parts that everybody gets part a, which is your hospital coverage and that's free. And then there's part B, which essentially is like your doctor visits, your lab visits, your outpatient coverage which is what they call it. And there's a premium to that. And that premium is dependent on your income. So the more income you have, the higher the premium. It's maxed out at like 400 and something. It's less than $500. That's, that's the max that you can pay. But then there's part C and part D. Part C is supplemental coverage, which is 
most people know that as Medicare Advantage plans, and okay. there's a bunch of choices to choose from. And that's what they're advertising right now. And that's exactly what they're advertising okay. right now. Yep. And then there's Part D, which is your prescription drug plan. Again, you don't have to have it, but if you are one of those people that have a lot of prescriptions, probably would make some sense for you to, to take a look into it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the question is, you know, how do you know when to review your Medicare plans? And especially with if you're enrolled in one of those Medicare Advantage plans, these plans change very, very frequently, okay. generally from year to year. So you don't want to be caught by surprise if you have a plan that covers, you know, certain amount of drugs or, um, uh, you know, specialty drugs and not generic drugs. Well, if they change that on you, next time you go to CVS, you might it might be a, a, not a very pleasant visit. Got it. So you want to make sure that you keep uh, up to date on that. And another thing is if you haven't reviewed your Medicare plans in a few years, you should. I mean, think about what has changed since... I don't know, in the last three years, since 2020, we got new laws, new rules. Um, You know, we had the pandemic. People are going to the hospitals more. What's covered, what's not. So a lot of those things have changed, and you should review your Medicare plans at least once a year. So if you have a new diagnosis, you go to the doctor and say, okay, so we're going to go on some high blood pressure medication now. And then you look at that medication. It's not a big deal, but you find out that... If you had this plan, it was this much. But if you move to a different plan, it would be less than that or even free. Every year, you got to kind of make those evaluations, don't you? you? What I found is some of the pharmacy websites can be very helpful, like CVS and Walgreens. It it can be very confusing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for many of our listeners and some of our clients, they're they're asking us questions. We're, We're not in that sort of Medicare Advantage plan business, but we know enough about it to talk intelligently and to steer in the right direction. Here's what I know. We talk about this all the time, whether it's money, whether it's estate planning, whether it's you know look, not long-term care. There's a difference between growing your money and protecting your money. Mm-hmm. And, and having the right insurance coverage, Medicare plans, Medicare Advantage plan, goes partly to protecting what you have. So we want to make sure that you're taken care of. Got it. Now, one other thing I wanted to ask about that is there are many of our listeners who aren't going to retire until they're 67, or maybe they want to go a little bit longer. But at 65, you still have to file. You have to sign up. Yes. Even though you're working and maybe you're covered under your own plan, you're not going to pay anything, but you still have to sign up, correct? Many many of our clients take exactly that course. Okay. They sign up for it. They don't use it because they have a spouse that's still working. And if you had a choice to, of private insurance that you pay for, like a Blue Cross Blue Shield versus, mm-hmm. you know, Medicare, I mean, it's a pretty easy decision. The other thing I want to make note of is a lot of times people mistakenly think Medicare pays for nursing home costs. Nope. Let me, let me repeat. It does not. Okay. Nope. It does not. So if that's a concern of yours, that's where estate planning with the use of trusts, that's where buying either hybrid life slash long-term care insurance or just traditional long-term care insurance might be something that you want to explore. But make no mistake about it. Medicare does not pay for long-term care costs. Gotcha. Well, there's two things, two government programs that you're going to have to deal with when you're in retirement. One is Social Security and the other is Medicare. And neither one of them are easy. <laughs> they just aren't. They're full of government red tape, and there's lots of things to know. And to have somebody to guide you through that and a whole lot more is invaluable. 
Give us a look on our website or give us a call. This might be, you might be creeping up on 65. Maybe next year is that year. Well, if you are and you don't know where to start, here's where you start. 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365 or use our website, which is 365retirement.com. Click on the button that says talk to an advisor. That opens up a calendar and you can schedule your free 15-minute introductory call right there. Are you worried that a sudden market crash will wipe out a substantial amount of your retirement? The volatility and unpredictability of the stock market and their potential impact on your hard-earned savings can be downright nerve-wracking and leave you feeling uncertain about the future. That's the true cost of market uncertainty, sleepless nights, stress, and a sense of helplessness, jeopardizing the retirement you've worked so hard to achieve. What good is retirement if you spend it worried about whether or not you can enjoy it? It doesn't have to be this way. Our 365 retirement plan is designed to help ease your stock market worries and ensure a smooth transition into retirement. Here's why our plan stands out. Diversification. We carefully allocate your investments across a range of asset classes, minimizing the impact of any single stock or market segment. By spreading risk, we aim to protect your savings from sudden market downturns. Active risk management. We actively monitor and manage your portfolio, responding swiftly to market changes and take proactive measures to safeguard your retirement savings while seeking out potential opportunities for growth. Guaranteed income. By incorporating certain guaranteed income options, we help eliminate worries about market fluctuations, ensuring you can maintain your desired standard of living without fear of what the market is doing. Personalized approach. Every individual's retirement goals and risk tolerance are unique. Our job is to work closely with you to tailor a retirement plan that aligns with your specific needs, aspirations, and time horizon. Don't let stock market worries rob you of the retirement you deserve. Embrace the added peace of mind and financial security that our 365 retirement plan provides. Call 617-440-9365 and schedule a 15-minute introductory call to tell us about your unique situation. That's 617-440-9365 or visit our website at 365retirement.com. The 365 Retirement Plan by Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners works every day of the year, so you don't have to. All right, so a woman wrote into the Smart Asset advice column and she's coming up on age 73 and the government says you have to start taking money out of your IRAs or your 401ks they call it a required minimum distribution she's looking at all that money and she's saying I'm pretty much set I really don't, I don't want to pay any taxes yeah, I don't that's need what she's this. saying I can see it right now yeah what do I do because this just bumps me into a higher tax bracket so what options does she have, Sam? One option she doesn't have is not to take it. We have that question fair amount. You know, mm-hmm. listen, I'm, I, I know I have to take this required minimum distribution thing. Is there a way I can just transfer it from that to another IRA so I don't pay any taxes or not take it at all? The answer is no. <laughs> no. You've been deferring taxes for some probably 30, 40 years ever since you started working. Uncle Sam wants his money. Mm-hmm. You know, they gave us a little window to defer. They changed the laws. It used to be 70 and a half forever and ever. And then they changed it to 72. And now it's 73. And by the time I retire, it will be age 75. So they're giving us, you know, really a fair amount of time not to pay taxes. 
And of course, sooner or later, it's kind of like going on the Mass Pike. You have to pay the toll. Mm-hmm. The longer you're on the hi- highway, the higher the toll. So mm-hmm. um, you have to take that money out. And guess what? If you forget to or don't or just just ignore it, your penalty is 25% of your required minimum distribution. So if you were supposed to take out, say, $20,000, your penalty is not a you know slap on the wrist. It's $5,000. Wow. It's a lot of money. What can you do? You might be in a position, in a good position, where you have more than you need. You're not going to spend all of your money. You might be saying to yourself and in the back of your mind, hey, you know what? I'll just leave this to my four children. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. So you have to take that required minimum distribution. One of the things that you can do right now is actually just make the gifts to them. Mm-hmm. right? So if you take out, say, let's say you have a large seven-figure IRA, and your required minimum distribution is, call it, $50,000. Okay. Well, by the time you take that out, pay some taxes, whatever you have left over, you can give to your children or grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And in this year for 2023, and it doesn't have to be a child or a grandchild, you can give anybody up to $17,000 without them having to pay a tax or without you having to pay a gift tax. Okay. That doesn't mean you don't have to pay income taxes when you take that money out, but think about that. If you have... One son, he's married, you know, and, and you love his wife. That's $34,000 that you can give away. Maybe start so a college fund, yeah. You sure. can start a college fund, exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of things you can, you can don't even tell them that you're giving it to them and invest it, mm-hmm. you know, into a nice, you know, brokerage account and give it to them five years from now and you'll, they'll hopefully get a little bit more. You can do qualified charitable distributions. We have many clients that actually do that. They don't need the money. They say, hey, you know what? Uh, Sam, John, Ryan, instead of taking my RMD from the Fidelity account, it's 12800 bucks. I'm going to sign this form, and I'm going to direct that money. Instead of coming to, you know, Susan Smith, it's going to go directly to, let's say, the American Red Cross. And that doesn't appear on you. You don't get a 1099. You don't get any forms. It's all done internally, and you've done a nice thing by making a charitable donation. And at the same time, you're not being taxed on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's some opportunities. Maybe maybe you can fund a Roth IRA. You know, maybe you can turn what's taxable now into something that's tax-free later. And right. if you have a Roth IRA now, even if you're 73, guess what? You don't have a required minimum distribution. Mm-hmm. So that's really one of the nice things about doing some conversions or one of the Bits of advice we're giving a lot to our current clients. If they're, let's say, you're in your, you know, mid to late fifties, you still have another pretty good run, another five to ten years of of your working life, and you want to maximize your savings. We're telling those folks to take a look at: Does it make sense to put money into your Roth four hundred one k and not take a tax deduction mm-hmm. versus? all of that money continuing into putting into a traditional four hundred one k? You might have a lot there already. So maybe it's, and you know, sometimes it's not one or the other. It's maybe a little bit of Roth and a little bit of traditional. But think about building up a war chest of tax-free income that's not subject to RMDs. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. And I think about a legacy planning as well. You know, you got a little money extra in your 70s because that's where this is happening and you don't know where to put that money well certainly you can certainly use it for vacations and things like that but you talk about long-term care you talk about insurance needs you talk about that kind of thing and that might be a place to kind of funnel some of that i had a did a plan for my uh former partner rich rubino you know Mm -hmm. rich is in his 
early 70s. He retired about four years ago from our practice. Um, he did all the right things. He doesn't have a mortgage. He saved some money. He's taking care of his estate planning. He's got kids and grandchildren. And one of his desires is, hey, you know what? I'd like to leave them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So he's now forced with taking out his RMDs, comes to about $30,000 a year. And we went to an insurance company. And we said, look, what if we, instead of us, you know, finding a place to spend the thirty grand, we will just give you the $30,000 in a form of an insurance premium. Mm-hmm. We said, we'll do this for 10 years. So we're not going to do this for the rest of our lives. We're going to do it for 10 years, $30,000 a year for 10 years. That's $300,000 of RMDs that we're going to give you. What do we get back in return? And what they came back with was a million-dollar survivorship policy. So we essentially turned 300 grand of potentially taxable money in the future to $1 million worth of tax-free inheritance to his kids. Wow. That's exactly what he wanted to do. So it's not for everybody, right? If you need the money, you need the money. If they need the gift now because they're struggling, give it to them now. But all the pieces fell in the right place. Rich's children are successful. They can stand on their own two feet. Um, He's got a large enough estate that he might have some potential estate taxes. And we were able to just, you know, create a bucket of money. They can either use that to pay taxes or... Have a larger inheritance. What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that at all. And it's these are the kind of options that you can talk through when you have a financial professional in your life. You, you come up against these decisions and you want all the options. That's really what these conversations with our 15-minute introductory call and our 365 retirement plan are all about. Give us a look. We would love to talk you through it. 617-440-9365 or Use the website real easy, 365retirement.com. Click on the button that says talk to an advisor. All right, Sam, what do these people have in common? Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, George Foreman. I think you can know where I'm going here. Brett Favre. They're all professional athletes? Well, a little bit more than that. Okay, I'm going to throw in Elton John, Cher, the Eagles, and Kiss. They all have a lot of money. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> These are people who all have retired and then come out of retirement. Oh, okay. All right. All right. You got me. Because I don't know how many farewell tours that Cher and Elton John have done, but it's been a bunch. And Kiss have done a bunch, too. They said, I'm done, and this is the last time you're going to hear me. And then two years later, they're back on the road again. Yep. So... What I'm getting at here is these are people that have found they wanted to walk away, but they still had a marketable skill that could bring them money. So they came out of retirement because there was more money coming in. But, Sam, that is where a lot of us. So we're we're not Tom Brady. We don't have big zeros like that. But there are still people that come to you that probably have skills that can bring them money and bring them more income sources sure. in retirement. Or in some cases, retirement is great, but now they're a little bored. Okay. They had a big social life maybe surrounding their uh, their coworkers, and they're out and about, and they're, they're staying active, and they're, they're, they're engaged. Now, you know, they don't see anybody. They're retired. You know, how, how many naps can you take and how many books can you read, right? So... <laughs> Sometimes when we have that conversation, it's more of a lifestyle decision to go back into work. Mm-hmm. Here's what I know. You don't want to be forced to have to go back to work. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that we don't want to have that discussion around. Hey, guess what? I need to go back and work 20 hours a week because I'm going broke. That's not a good discussion. But yeah, I think a lot of times people 
are still marketable. We have plenty of clients that stop going through the grind, but actually go back and work at the same company on a contract basis. Mm -hmm. And they work, you know, half the time and they make a good paycheck on a 1099 basis. Nothing wrong with that. We have a lot of clients that actually go from a career of doing something that they, you know, they enjoyed, but they might have a hobby that they really enjoyed and that they're doing. We, I have a client that has a lot of money, but she loves to paint. So now she's selling her painting uh, in art studios in the South End on Sunday mornings, you know, once a month, and she loves it. She might not sell anything, but it gives her something to do and it gives her purpose and stimulation. It's great. Well, I think that we all believe that we're going to go into retirement with Social Security and then something from whatever we've saved. But there's so many other opportunities for you in retirement to bring in extra money. I mean, Social Security and pensions and annuities and structured notes and dividend-paying stocks and part-time work and real estate. I mean, Sam, the list goes on and on, but most of us, all we think of is two things, and there's yes. more than that. There's it? absolutely, and, and from time to time, we'll have a conversation, and somebody will say, you know, I'm 69, I'm still working, and my question generally is, well, are you working because you want to work or you need to work? Uh-huh. And some of those responses are, yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, I don't really need it, but I like it because I like the money. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong at all about building multiple income sources. That's why, and we're big, we're big advocates of multiple income sources. Just having, you know, it's kind of like an advertising agency. You got one client, well, what if you get fired? Yeah. You're kind of screwed. Mm-hmm. Or if you have mm-hmm. 10 clients and one client fires you, you still have nine more. There you go. If you have multiple income sources and one of those go wrong, could be, hey, I've been taking a lot of growth in, in my portfolio, but last year it actually went down. Well, I'm not gonna, you're not, you're not going to take money out and sell things at, at a loss. You don't want to do that. So having multiple income sources like annuities, structured notes, dividend-paying stocks, and in this case, part-time job. There you go. Great idea. A lot of things to talk through, and that might be exactly what you're saying. I think I got enough, but I might need a little bit more. Where does that come from? There's some things to explore. It's all a part of the conversation that we have with a 15-minute introductory call. Give us a call and schedule one. Let's talk through it. Maybe that leads us to talking a lot more. 617-440-9365. Again, 617-440-9365. Or use our website, 365retirement.com. Click on that button that says Talk to an Advisor. That opens up the calendar, and you can schedule it right there. We thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next week here on the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Thanks for listening to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. For a complimentary meeting and to build your personalized 365 retirement plan, contact Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners at 617-440-9365 or online at 365retirement.com. Ryan Marston and John Conley are investment advisor representatives of Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Sam Lang is licensed in your state, please call 617-630-8787. Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration. 
administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Rubino and Lang Insurance Agency, LLC. Massachusetts Insurance License Number 1783398.